due to unforeseen technical difficulties caused by an influx of listeners' PC secrets, solar flares, hardware malfunctions, perfectly timed jazz music, February having an extra day, and eating too many mercury-infused Floridian pythons, this episode of Weirds of a Feather may sound like there is more chemically injected static than your usual broadcast. We assure you this is not the case, and you probably just have tinnitus. This podcast is in no way actually saying that you have tinnitus, and it is entirely on our end. We appreciate your patience during these trying times. On with the show! Love you. Thread your needles and bust out the rickrack, whatever that is, because this episode, Grace is shining a light on the intricate world of lampshade making. She's taking over hobby collectors to let you know what materials you need, how to get started, and whether this hobby can hold an ADHDer's attention long enough to make a lamp. Plus, we're two musical guys as we debut a new chart-topping single for the ages. Drop a whopper of a business someone should start, just not us, that will change the dentistry game forever, and share dingus ADHD moments throughout the internet. If you love to buy fabric but don't know what to do with it, or if you're a tooth scientist looking for an exciting new business venture, come join us for an illuminating episode. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a feather. Ah! not singing anything I'm just no general it's cute though i like it i like the uh i like we're so, we're so musical <laughs> that's us that's us two musical guys me. <laughs> it's me and you uh, two <laughs> musical guys musical we're a musical act yeah that come, also does a podcast come into a town near you <laughs> i don't know what the saxon is it's newsy a newsy yeah. almost <laughs> slash like a little mobby maybe a mob newsy that got tied in with the mob. Yeah, yeah. Now I can't get out. No, I can't. I'm in a situation. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to help me. <laughs> got to sell all these papers. <laughs> Do you watch that TikTok account of Cowboy the dog where the boyfriend makes up a new job for Cowboy every single day? No. Oh, he, he describes Cowboy's job that, for that day. Like a clam shucker, but no one would buy his clams because it's full of they're full of dog hair. <laughs> and like <laughs> a disgraced pop star, I think was one. Uh he was uh the former Quaker Oats man from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety four, and now he's living off the royalties. I'll have to send it to you, it's very good. Uh, Cowboy is the dog's name. Yes. That's a really funny dog name. Anyways, should we get into it? Yeah. All right. Welcome. Welcome to Weirds of a Feather. An ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace Bray. I'm your host, Kristen Stanhope. And, and here we are. And we're in it. Yep. Uh, yeah. God. No, no, we're doing all right. We got I the know. first part right. I we definitely like said the right part. Podcast. We did, we did say, yeah. 
Yeah, you're so hard on yourself. Well, it's just like we say the things that are scripted, and then it's like we don't know how to go from there. Okay, how about this? Would you like a warm-up question? There you go. But then you say that to me because you have the warm-up question. Okay, ready? Go go. again. All right, all right. Would you like a warm-up question? Yeah, I would love one. We wow. gotta get warm. So natural. Yeah, so yeah. All that, right. sounds, that sounds great. I think okay. we should start doing that. All right, I'll do that from now okay. on. Okay, I'm right, glad right. the listeners are on this journey with us. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta talk things through. You All know? right. This is a meta podcast. All right, today's warm-up question comes from Jamie, our friend and listener Jamie. Because how would they not run into trees? You still talking about... Yeah, because okay. like, if they don't move, they can't see you. How do they not run into trees? There's plenty of trees in the jungle that aren't moving. All right, today's warm-up question. <laughs> Riddle me that! I'm probably going to cut all that out, I so this won't have any context. Okay. I'm going to cut out the part where Lucy is barking. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. So, well, I'll... I'll I had a nice transition, now you've ruined wouldn't it. Wouldn't that be a great warm-up question? Uh, anyway. I don't have much to say about okay. it. You've okay, you've got a warm-up question. Yes. From? All right, let me start over. Okay, sorry. God. <laughs> I was in it. I'm sorry. Doing nicely. You were in the wet and I was dragged you out of it. And I got to get in it again. All right. Today's warm-up question comes from our friend and listener, Jamie. She texted. And guest. And guest. Yes. Yeah. A three for one. You know Jamie. Yeah. Three for. She texted me this the other night. I was a little high when I got it. And I was like, whoa, that's a crazy question. (laughs) So (laughs) let's see what you think of it in the light of day. Okay. All right. She said. Could you pick your voice out of a lineup of similar voices if they were all speaking a language that was not one that you understood? No. I don't even think I could pick my voice out of a lineup if it was a language I could understand. Okay, so... I I don't know my voice. Well, I was thinking that, that, like, people would have a hard time with that because you don't know what your voice sounds like accurately. That's, you know, when it's not inside your own head. But... I know what my voice sounds like very well because I listen to my own fucking podcast all the time. You don't, even now after listening to your own voice on your own podcast for 100 episodes? It it was similar voices? Yeah. No. No? You wouldn't be able to pick out your own voice? No. There's no way. Yeah. I guess you have to have like a really attuned ear to just like really hear. There's no way. I, I, yeah. I think I could have a shot. I don't think I have a unique voice. Like, I'm not um, Bob's Burgers guy. Yeah, but... I could pick his voice out. Oh, me too. Spon- the guy who does SpongeBob. Yeah. He's got a unique voice. Yeah. But it's your own voice. I wonder if I could pick your voice out. Could you? Probably. In English or in a different language? A different language. I don't know, because like, how, like- how much of your voice is like the way you say certain words and if your voice was speaking a different language you wouldn't recognize the way it was saying certain right. words and i also feel like I, I i have different mannerisms when i attempt to speak spanish yeah like when i was in spain i did this a lot i because they do that a lot <laughs> oh i like it yeah it's, it's very fun like if you don't like something ah, i yeah that is fun yeah so would it be like you as an english speaker choppily speaking a different language or it would be like would it be a fluent, fluent version of you because if it's fluent there's no i way. don't know that's such an interesting question i've been thinking about it a lot i wonder uh, what if we had okay we need to gather a bunch of bi and trilingual people Ooh. and we need to do an experiment yes we need to line them up 
But I guess like if they're fluent, then that's just their language. Yeah, they'll understand it. Mm. So there's not a way to have them speak the language that they don't understand. We ha- understand. We'd have to use like AI. Ah. Yeah. You know? Right? Like take a sample of them or, you know. I, I don't I don't want to use the AI. I don't want to. I'm afraid of it. Overtake us. Same. I'm afraid of it. I think I am too. Um, I think it's going to be the end of us. I as think a society, so too. Right? Yeah. Now with well, this video, this new video AI too. Have you heard this? Have you heard about this? It's like a new video AI where you can just have it create a video of anything, of anyone. We are on a path to destruction. Absolutely. That's for sure. What's real anymore? We don't know. Exactly. Like, how could you ever convict someone of a crime? Like, video evidence won't be valid anymore. Oh, so it's like yeah. anyone could fake anything. Voice, even now, yeah. you know, right now, someone could take a sample of your voice. And then... If only there were, weren't tons of footage out there of yeah. our voices. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Oh, yeah. There's There's no way. I think um, I can have a shot. I think I would have a better chance than other people who don't have podcasts that they listen I, to of their own voices. I think that's valid. Right? I think yeah. we'd have a better shot yeah, than others. I would have a better shot. When we first started doing the podcast, it was, you know, it was cringing. Because I hearing, didn't know. That I was like, is that what I sound yeah, like? Yeah, that's, that's what I sound awful. like. Yeah. But now I'm like totally unfazed by it. It yeah. doesn't. This is my voice. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. So I feel like I'd have a shot. You know what? I think you would be better than I would. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. I, I also think, think that AI is going to lead to the destruction. It could be climate change. It's one or the other. It's a it's a race. It's, it's a, a close race. race. It's a close we'll race see. To the Take end. a bet. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to be a poll question. Which is going to destroy us more? Is it going to be or the first? Which yeah. is going to be the first to end the human race? Yeah. Is it going to be AI? Is it going to be climate change? Or C? Different option. Nuclear warfare. Yeah. Or I think a- D? Aliens. Oh. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, yeah, this got dark. All right. Well, let's, on that apocalyptic note, yep. Let's slap, slippy slap on into this episode. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, we get a just segs for you guys. Yeah. It's a fun one. We got lots of fun segs. Some serious episodes. So let's not be serious and do one on just segs. Yeah, it's time to yeah. get a little silly. Little silly. So let's start with this is who I am now. Yeah. Yeah. You want to sing the song? I do. Okay. This time it's different. Everything has changed. This is who I am now. This is who I am now. <laughs> Ooh, lovely! That All was right, a long one. yeah, the longer the better. I always say. <laughs> Were we just talking about breathing? Uh. Yeah. When it comes to notes, yeah, yeah, the longer the better. The longer the better. Hold it, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if your voice shakes. Yeah. All right, Kristen. Yes. Who are you now? I, 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 I am a TV watcher. Ooh, Woo! welcome to the club. I'm excited. What are you watching? I am watching. So I have a hard time sitting. I have a hard time like sitting down on the couch watching TV. I just, I'm like really struggling. I want to. I want to relax. Mm. Can't. Cannot. Um, so Christopher found for me Adventure Time, which is a cartoon. Time. Lots of colors, which yeah, is my favorite. You love colors. I love colors. And get this, 12 minute episodes. Nice. And I feel satisfied after 12 minutes. Like I feel like there was a lot of things that happened. Mm. And is it a cartoon for children? I think. I think it's all ages, because there's definitely some adult jokes in there. There's a lot of adult jokes. Um but I feel like there's like a plot, there's 
a solution, a resolution. I feel satisfied within 12 minutes. I don't want a minute more. And then I'm on to the next one. I think I watched like a full season last night. And I was like, it must be like one o'clock. It was 10. It was 10. (laughs) I was like, I got to go to bed. Look at you. It was crazy. I felt very satisfied. So um, I'm watching. Maybe I'll work my way up to like 20 minute episodes. Let's not go crazy. But I am a happy person. I'm loving the colors. I'm loving the randomness. And I'm a big fan of tree trunks. Um, so if there's any Adventure Time people out there, let me know what your favorite character is. Grace. Yes. Who are you now? <laughs> <laughs> I am a pastry chef. Oh, wait a oh. minute. This is a skill. Yeah, look out for my bakery. Coming soon. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but for Valentine's Day, I put a fun surprise together for Ian. We watched a movie and I planned all these different like uh, meals and snacks to go along with the movie. I took the idea from TikTok. This is so romantic. Yeah, that's me. Very romantic. So romantic. Yeah. Romantic Grace. That's what I always that's say. What they call me. Yeah. So I Grace the romancer. That could have been. Uh, <laughs> this is who I am now as well. I'm a romancer. But I saw someone do this on TikTok a while ago. They did it for their girlfriend with Home Alone, where they had like different meals planned to go along with the movie. And I was like, that's such a fun idea. So I did that for Ian for Valentine's Day. I did Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original. Was that the 1970s with Gene Wilder? Ian and I both The best one. Yes. The only one I've seen. Absolutely the best one. Ian and I both are big fans of that movie. We watch it all the time. I used to watch it at my grandma's house growing up like constantly whenever we would go there we'd watch it I didn't know you were such big fans of the movie we both are we both really like it I've probably seen it you know 40 times really yeah I love it it's so good it's so funny it it really holds up so I just planned all these different treats and meals to go along with the movie but I made like these little edible teacups this is the one I was most proud of is I made these little edible teacups out of the tops of sugar ice cream cones and you like glue them onto a cookie with chocolate don't glue them on but with like melted chocolate and then i made like little pretzel handles for it so you could like pick it up it was very functional and then you fill it with pudding and that's sounds super yummy yeah and they were so yummy yeah and i was very proud of them and i was like this is so cute i feel like i could like host little events like this i think you should i want to be invited like uh yeah don't I think they do that at some places. It's like a special thing, like I don't know, movie and a meal or whatever. But oh yeah, yeah. So I put together this whole menu, and I was really proud of it. And Ian was super surprised. We did fizzy lifting drink mimosas. Ooh, and did you lift up? Yeah, we floated up to Whoa. the ceiling. Yeah, burped our way back down. A new way to commute right there. Yeah, and then also, oh, this is a reference to our podcast. The reason I picked Willy Wonka to begin with was because I remembered. Ages ago, on our podcast, when Ian came on, I think the first time he came on, we did an alternative segment of, like, things from a movie that seemed really satisfying that we want to do. Oh. What was the title? Something like that. I remember vaguely. And Ian said he really wanted to stir the clothes in the big vat. (laughs) Like like the mom from Willy Wonka during Cheer Up, Charlie. Cheer up, Charlie. So I made Cheer Up, Charlie miso soup. (laughs) And I made little dumplings go in the soup, and there were little shirts and little pants. And out of, I, like, the tofu? No, out of, I made, like, actually oh, made, made dumplings. Act- I made the dumpling dough, stuffed them. I ordered little cookie cutters off Etsy. They were a little too small to stuff, but I made it work. They looked big and puffy, but it worked. And then some, I had, like, a little sock cookie cutter that I just cut out of, like, the 
the dumpling dough, I just like cut little socks and then put them all in the soup. And then I have a video of him like stirring. Oh my, his... get a post that. Okay, I will. Stirring. stirring his... Living his dream. Yeah, bowl of clothes. <laughs> so I was very proud of that one. That was the first thing I thought. Really I was like, funny. oh, yes, I'm going to do that. It's so oh. stupid. <laughs> so it was very intricate. A lot of work. I made um, Violet, you're turning Violet, Violet, little uh, blueberry pies. Oh. I made Willy Wonka pizza rolls for like when he rolls on the carpet he does a little oh yeah tumble. he does a little tumble yeah yeah and i think that's i think that's all i did but yeah um that's it was super fun and adorable i'm very cute and romantic adorable and who knows i could host little parties like yeah. that yeah you know i want to be invited right we could yeah that we could, could do a, other movies we could so many other movies we yeah could do a quarterly event aka like once a year probably. once a year let's not go crazy bad at planning yes but but yeah, that's well, who I am now. Look at you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It was very fun. I'm proud of myself. Pulled it off. Yes. Nice. So now you're just going to make pastries all the time. Um, Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I like to have a theme. I like to have, you know, something to go along with it. So maybe I'll pick out another movie and do oh, another yeah. one. So we'll see. I don't know. All right. Keep an eye out. AC's little business. AC's little business. <laughs> all right. Speaking of businesses, you like that? It's time to move into our next segment. Business is so much to start, just not us. And I... What a transition. Right? I'm proud I'm of you. I'm proud of you. We have a new song for the segment. Oh. Let me see if I can find it. Debut. All right. This is a song that was composed for us and played for us by our friend and listener, Jane Olson, who also made our incredible Hobby Collector song. She's a musician. You know her. You love her. Yeah. She's weird like us. She's incredible. And she, yeah, took some time. She still hasn't gotten her atlas, but she said... Fuck, we still no. have to do this. Yeah. She said, Shit. no matter. I'm going to make them another song. Yeah. So they owe me Probo even note. more. And she's just that lovely, you she's know? She's amazing. Doesn't even need the atlas. We need to send her something, though. Because this, this is getting... It's a gazette, Sorry. This is getting ridiculous, though. It is getting ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed. Same. Um, not so ashamed that I'm gonna do it, though. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. Yeah. Good, we, Jane, we promised we'll her. It. Keep an we're, eye out. We're the ladies next, of our word. Next two to four years. Yeah. You're getting something, girl. But for now, we're gonna say thank you so much to Jane. Go check out her music. I think it's on SoundCloud at Jane Olson Music. She's wonderful. And without further ado, here is our new businesses on which to start, just not us song. All right. Business, 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 yeah. This is great. Yes. So but we actually have a business, right? Yep. Someone wrote in a business. Yes. Someone on Facebook, Laura, wrote a post on our Facebook group uh, with a business someone should start. And I cackled out loud when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> that's such a good idea. So, Laura, thank you for this week's business is someone should start, just not us. This is Laura's idea. She said, teeth condoms, something to protect your teeth with when you eat sweets to save you from cavities. I love this. Isn't that such a good idea? And they're removable. Yeah. Just like real condoms. <laughs> yeah, just like real condoms. I don't know how you'd secure them on there, mm. but like that's for the scientists to it's decide. It's not for us. Yeah. We're, we're, we're uh, not 
research and development. We're just the ideas guy. Yeah. And this one isn't even our idea. Uh, so Yeah. Laura. It's Laura's idea. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll split that 50% commish with her. Yeah. She gets 25. We get 25. <laughs> and whoever develops it gets the other 50%. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. That's, That's just fair. fair. We're good business I people. love this idea. Right? I eat sweets all the time. Yeah. I can't help it. And imagine if you could just have like these little like caps that you could put on your teeth. Boop, 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 boop. I guess that's what they could be. They could be more little like caps. a cap that you like, click almost into like place. A, I'm thinking like a denture almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm picturing. Teeth for my teeth. Almost. Yeah, teeth for your teeth. That's what the business is called. <laughs> teeth for your teeth. It'll be teeth for teeth. Teeth for teeth. Four, yeah. Like cars for kids. Teeth for teeth. Teeth for teeth. Yeah. Like the number four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Clear. Yeah. What it is. And <laughs> yeah, no one's going to understand that. No. It's not dentures, but yeah. it's, it's teeth for your teeth. teeth what more do teeth. we have to say? I love this idea because I love sweets and I want to keep eating them. Same. And especially if you're going to eat something super like chewy, like a caramel mm. or. Uh, and now and later. Ooh, those Ooh. are good. I don't like I don't like how sticky those are, uh, so I don't eat them. Well, I've got a maybe, product for maybe, you. Maybe I can get a a, a tooth for tooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, teeth for teeth. But I guess I'd really have to be secured on there if you're going to yeah. eat something super chewy. But once again, this that's is for the scientists, not for us. Yeah, this yeah. Is teeth condoms, sugar daddies. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be a good one. Yeah, I don't know, Laura. I think you got something here. Someone, if you're a tooth scientist, aka a dentist, <laughs> a dentist, <laughs> also known as a dentist, but who invents the dentistry tools dentist, and science? Yeah. Are the there t- like dentists who are just into like the research? There must be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same with doctors. Like, there's there's many surgeons who have made their own instruments. That's how mm. lots of instruments get made. I guess they would know best because they would know best. Yeah, yeah. And if if it's popular enough you get it named after you well in this case it'll be named after us and after laura the laura grace Kristen teeth condom yeah <laughs> flows right off <laughs> right the off the tongue yeah teeth for uh, your teeth teeth for your teeth all right and that's our that's our business of the I week i love that yeah thank you laura for sharing that on the facebook group that's it's such a, such a idea. good idea it really is yeah if you have a business that you're like, how do I get this out to the world? Yeah. Please share at weirdsoffeather at gmail.com or on the Facebook group. Mm. You can DM us. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Reach out to us. Yeah. We'll get your idea out yeah. there. Let's get these businesses started. Get these products made. These are products that need to be made. Get them on the market. Yes. We have the platform to make it happen. And that's what we're, that's what our platform's all about. Yeah. Sharing business ideas. Yeah. Weirds of a Feather, a business-adjacent podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was lovely. Thanks. I'm really glad that Laura shared that. Yes, me too. Yeah. All right. Let's twirly gig our way into our next segment. From one Jane song to another Jane yes, song. Yes, from Jane to Jane. Jane to Jane. Because, guys, this week, we've got a hobby collector. I'm excited. We haven't done one in a while. I know. We ran out of hobbies we for a bit. We ran out of hobbies that were relevant, yeah, I guess. Explainable. Explainable. That we stuck with long enough to even bother putting this together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so here's Jane's song right here. Now. Okay, welcome back from Jane's song. (laughs) Lovely. 
She's the best. She's so clever. She's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for your songs, Jane, as always. So this week on Hobby Collectors, I'm doing lampshades. I'm so excited about this. I'm sure everyone I... is so excited. I want to know how to, I want to make a lampshade. Let's have a lampshade party. Yeah. Everybody bring your shades. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it takes a while to make, so I don't know how exciting that party will be. It can be a little tedious, but we'll play fun music, have good snacks, you know? Or maybe just a craft party. Yeah. Yeah, we could do a craft party. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to teach you guys how to re, it's really like recovering a lampshade, but yeah, how to recover a lampshade. But make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing like boring lampshades. We've got fringe. We've got ribbon and no rickrack no and no ribbon no rickrack whatever that is you don't know rickrack it's the it's ribbon but it's like crooked maybe no. it's called something else it's no i don't know called it, it. <laughs> rickrack rickrack I, I don't i don't know of that i'm now I, the sewers will know okay sewists let us know sewists. sewists i think that's what they call themselves they don't want to be called seamstresses that's too like women's work focused i think oh. i think they want to be called sewists not everyone that's what I've heard. I don't know. If you're someone who sews, what are what what do you call yourself? I call myself Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person first. No, but really, let us know. Yeah. yeah. What, what's, what's the, the right, terminology? What's the terminology? My mom is a sewer. Sewist. Sewist. She is. I don't think she would call herself a seamstress. She quilts usually. She's yeah. a quilter. Because yeah. quilters are they're their own community. It's a subgroup of oh, yeah. sewing. Yeah, they're their own thing. All right. Anyway, so you don't have to be a sewist in order to do this hobby. It helps to have like some, you know, basic knowledge of how to use a needle and thread. But, you know, you can figure it out. It's not that hard. Like, really. The main resource I use to teach myself how to do this, it's a video that I bought from a website. You bought a video? Yeah. It I'm was impressed. like 50 bucks, which nice. I, I Whoa. you don't need to buy it. Like, I'm sure you could just look up videos and there's some, you know, people on Pinterest. But I was like, I need all of this information to be in one place because there's like, you know, people do it different ways. Yeah. And I couldn't well, figure if it's out something that brings you joy. Then it's worth it. Yeah. And that kind of motivated me to do it. And I did it. You know, I've made my first lampshade. I'm working on my second. So I use this woman's video. It's from 1993. Nice. It was definitely recorded on like a camcorder. Yeah. 50 bucks. For 1993 technology? Yeah. I don't know if it was worth that. But I mean, yeah, let's give Mary her credit. It's a great video. And it's worth the $50. Yes, I would say so because I made my lampshade from it and it was very helpful. All right. Yeah. It's called How to Make Victorian Style Lampshades by Mary Maxwell. She has a website called, I think it's the Lampshade Lady. Yeah, lampshadelady.com. Oh. And she also on her website, you can buy her video. You can buy lampshade kits that Ooh. she'll send to you. And then you have like all the materials put together that's to make your cool. lampshade. Yeah, which is cool. So, you know, that's an option because there are quite a few things that you have to gather in order to make them yeah so and she does like the very like fancy victorian style lampshades that has like with you know, the brick rack yeah lots of rick rack yeah patty whack um <laughs> it's got like the you know tool on it it's got oh. uh i don't know lots of different like lace overlay mine wasn't quite that fancy so there's some steps that i'm gonna like skip over and if you want to learn how to do it you can learn it from the lampshade lady or from someone else um like that that woman, Ace of Shades. Ace of Shades. She, She's her stuff is cool. incredible. And she does like that very Victorian style, yeah. which I might, you know, might get there eventually. Wonder. But just extra steps. And I wanted my lampshade to be done faster. Yeah. 
that was really my main resource. Like I said, on Pinterest, you can also find other people's stuff. But like, there's really not that many people who are doing this. So it's, you know, it's a good like niche little hobby. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn. All right. Materials you need. Yeah. What do I need? You need a lampshade frame, first and foremost. So you can either buy the metal frame itself. It's a metal one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like the metal wiring that's like in structurally holding up the lampshade. So it's not just like one of those papery ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the ones that just like, I don't know. That are just a circle. Yes. It needs to have some like columns. And some sort of coming down. Like you said, panels. Yeah. Place for panels. Place for panels. Yeah, some of them just have like two like structural columns coming down and then like, you know, one metal circle at the top and one metal circle at the bottom. You really need to have like a few different columns to yeah, sew your panels in place. This is going to be tricky to figure out how to verbally describe this, yep, but I'm going to try it my best. Good thing it's an audio medium. Yeah, thank God. It'll be nice and clear. It's like a Victorian style. It's not like a modern style lampshade. Yeah, but you can do a more like you can do a more modern one. It just has to have yeah those like usually they have like six different panels. Mm-hmm. You'll know what I'm talking about if you look at a lampshade. Yeah, or you, you posted one the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah look so at you our can post. See that one. Yeah, look at my post. Shot up, look at my post. So you can either like buy the frame itself. There's a few websites where you can buy them if you want more of that like fancy Victorian style. And the Victorian ones really like the shape is they have a few different like very unique shapes. And the sizes of the panels are usually like different sizes. So you, some people will do like, you know, a few of the bigger panels, one color or pattern of cloth. And then the smaller panels, they'll do like a different color of cloth. And those are like very fancy. But those frames are like pretty expensive to find those kind of more unique styles. Mm. So you can also just buy an already covered lampshade off of like Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, yard sales. Like don't spend a lot of money on it because they're going to be ripping that fabric off. But if you see a lampshade that's like the style and size you want, that's kind of like, you know, a yucky fabric already on top of it. Then you can buy that and you're going to rip that fabric off and then you have your lampshade frame. So, yay. Yeah. So that's what I did for mine. I just bought it off of Facebook Marketplace. I think it was like five bucks. Nice. Cut the former fabric off and then I could sew my own on there. So that's a really good, like cheap way to do it. So it's fun to have those more like intricate Victorian style lampshades, but they're just it's a lot more practical to just kind of buy one that's already covered and mm-hmm. it's not gonna be as fancy but you can make it fancy with your own fabric and yeah what what'd you call it? rickrack rickrack natty whack in ribbon yeah no no ribbon but maybe rickrack depending <laughs> on what that is all right you're also going to obviously want like a lamp base you can find a funky one also on you know Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, yard sales but you might want to wait until your shade is done to buy a base so then you can like find one that matches it well You're going to want a fun fabric for the outside of the lampshade. And then potentially you're also going to need a lining fabric that will go on the inside of the lampshade Mm. if you're starting from just a metal frame. This lining is usually a white fabric and it's like what you see when you look inside the lampshade. I see. So you don't want it like white, blackout. Yeah, probably not blackout, but you can. You won't get any light from the lamp. Yeah. And some of them, some people do the lampshade where it's like mine, if you look at on Instagram, it the light like shines through the fabric. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that. But some people do it. They get a really thick fabric so it doesn't shine through. It just shines out of the bottom of the lampshade. Oh. So that's another like style choice. Interesting. I wanted mine to kind of glow. Yeah. So that's why I use like a thinner fabric. I see. But yeah, if you make it super thick, it'll just 
you know, be concentrated out of the bottom of the lamp. So that's just up to you. But you can also do a funky fabric on the inside okay. of the lining if you want. It doesn't have to just be white, you know? Interesting. Like some people do one funky fabric on the outside, one funky on the inside. Funky to funky. Will you see the inside from the outside? No, but like how we're sitting now where you can kind of see a little bit of yeah. the inside of this lamp. You just like see it from, you know, peeking out I of the bottom. see a little peekaboo. Yeah. So yeah. a little peekaboo. Nice. Yeah. So that's, you know, style choice. The best fabric types, I guess, are a cotton polyester blend for the lining, especially. You want something, they say, you know, you want a fabric that's not going to like light on fire, obviously. So you want more like fireproof fabrics, which like most of them are. And yeah. also I recommend using an LED bulb, yeah. especially a color changing one, because that's <laughs> fun. So this is why we have to have our fire safety. You're right. This could be part of it. Yeah. So I would say use an LED bulb so you don't really have to worry about the heat, but also I don't want to be held legally responsible for burning anyone's house down. So I guess try to get, you know, a fireproof fabric if you can. Yeah. But the cotton polyester blend, I guess, is a pretty fireproof one. And then there are a few different types that you can use for the outside. I didn't put a list together because I don't really know. Like, as long as it's a fabric that's, I don't know, it's kind of like whatever you like, as long as it's a fabric that's going to be able to, like, lay flat. Because a big thing of this, you're going to have to get the fabric, like, very taut because you don't want to create wrinkles because mm -hmm. then that will, like, really yeah, shine your through. Iron. Yeah, you do need your iron. Oh, I do. do you have an iron? I do. Oh. Yeah, I iron my fabric before I put it on. But yeah, just, I mean, you can use like a more like, some people do like a velvety or velour fabric Ooh. on the outside. Some people do like a satin one. Satin wrinkles. Like the real, uh, yeah, it does. But you would really want to get it nice and straight. And then once you sew it on, it's not going to wrinkle because it's ah. like super taut. But for the really like classic Victorian ones, sometimes you'll see them do like a nice satin and then overlay it with like a lace Ooh, cover. Ooh, I know? like that. Yeah, so that's really nice. But the more like layers you add, the more you have to be able to like figure out how these things will come together. And I'm not super great at that. You know, mm. I'm not good at being like, this would be a good base color. And then I can overlay it with this lace. I'm like, I mm. don't know. And I then just... how's that going to look with the light shining? Exactly. Through? That was too many decisions for me. But if you want to get fancy, you can add those extra layers. Get fancy. But I just wanted to pick, I want the fabric to do kind of some of the work for me. So yeah. I just picked like a really fun floral fabric. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Um, and you're also going to need to figure out your color scheme because you're also going to be adding trim and you're going to be adding fringe potentially. And you can even add like a beaded fringe. So it really has to all be able to come together. That's something I got super stuck on is like, because I picked the super colorful, bright floral fabric. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, what the fuck do I do about what a trim? with it? Yeah. So that took me a while to figure out. And I was like, you know, mixing and matching in my kitchen, playing with writ dye, trying to oh. figure out like how, what I'm going to do. Took me a long time. And then if you're going to add a colored bulb, how does the color play into right, it, you know? Right. So lots of decisions to make. So don't set yourself up. Don't try to get too crazy. You could do, you know, one color and do different shades of that. That might be nice, you know? So that For way. the fringe? For everything. For your whole oh, lampshade. Like, you could like a monochrome kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you, okay, so you okay. could do like, I... you know, like a different texture for the lampshade and then... Love that idea. Right? So that way you're not having to like figure out like how four different colors right, are going to come together right. or whatever. It's, it's just going to come together. Yeah. It's just going to be yeah. different shades it's of green or whatever. It's just going to be green. Yeah. It's green lamp. You also need a rayon seam binding to wrap the metal frame. Ooh, rayon. All sorts of fabric. Yeah. Lots involved. You know who would love this? My mother. I was going to say your mother. My mother. Yeah, she would. She put so much fucking rickrack on that. <laughs> yeah, so much rickrack. Shoot, maybe I should do this with my ma. 
Yeah, that would yeah, be. A, I think a, she'd be really good at she'd it. She'd be really good at it. It's um, a fun way to use fabric. Like this hobby, I feel like is really good for people who love to buy fabric but don't know what to do with it. Mm, you know, she's lots of scraps. Yeah. Well, you need to have a big amount. A big amount of scraps. Okay. Yes. Probably don't want anything's baby quilts on your lamps. Yeah, unless yeah. it's a lamp for a baby. Business idea. Be, lamps for babies. Baby, baby, baby lamps. lamps. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's already a thing. Yeah, but I feel like I buy so many fabrics. I'm like, I just like to look at it. Well, make it into a lampshade and then you can look at it. You know? I love this idea. Yeah. It's fun. So you're going to need that rayon seam binding to wrap the metal frame, which mm -hmm. is what you're going to like sew your panels into. Okay. So it's like giving you a base to sew into. Got it. So it kind of, it comes on like as if it's ribbon, you mm -hmm. know? And you're going to need about like nine to 12 yards for one lampshade because you're like wrapping all of those uh, metal Of the rayon? Brackets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't that's know if I used nearly that much, but that's that what she is... said in her video. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So maybe not quite that much, but you'll need a solid amount. How many meters is that? I don't know. Look it up. Cue the music. Be about 8 to 11 meters. Is 9 to 12 yards? Yeah. All right. You, you heard it here first. Yes, you did. <laughs> Conversions. Yep. We can do them. You also need 100% cotton trim. So that's the trim that's going to go on the outside of your lampshade, like along each seam. That's kind of like hard to find. I had to, I don't know. I think I went that's online. That's the ribbon I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. So it's called trim. Oh. But I know what you mean where it's like squiggly. The squiggles. Like, yeah. The squiggles. Yeah. It doesn't have to be squiggles, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be squiggles. I'm going to take a picture okay. of my mom's rickrack collection. Yeah. It's out of control. Please do. I think I just got my trim at Joann's and then I dyed mine, which I don't even know if you're supposed to dye it. You but... can dye cotton. That's like, one yeah, of the but like fabrics. the actual, the squigglies like are a different type of fabric. Oh, so mine, not 100%. Huh? Yeah, mine dyed pretty well. It did dye like very dark. So it'd be best if you could just find a trim that's like in the color you want. Like mine was just like an ivory, but I, I needed mine to be a mustard yellow. So <laughs> I dyed mine, but it'd be best if you could just like buy that in the color you want it if you yeah. can find it. So you could look at like Joanne fabric or the less dye the better. Yeah, absolutely. You're also going to have a fringe, which Ooh. I think is nylon. Um, and that's, you know, the dangles that will I love hang from the bottom of your lampshade. That. Yeah. And some people do, um, you could also do like a beaded fringe. Ooh. You buy those, you know, just online. You're not hand yeah. beading that. Please don't. You could. You could, but God, but that's why? a whole different hobby. Yeah, why? And also don't. So the fringe, I just got, you can buy it in a color you want, but you can also buy it white. And that one is really easy to dye. That takes dye very easily. Mm -hmm. And some people do like a nice ombre, which I didn't Ooh. have. That's yet another color that's thing I have to figure out. How do you? I know. I you got to. Yeah, that's so that's like extra work. You got to try to get it like the ombre, like evenly along yeah. the whole thing. There's no way. So I didn't, I couldn't go down Wait, that Painting path. it on? No way. No. No. Well, you're, yeah, you're dunking it in your dye. But yeah, you have to like only dunk one part of it. Dunk it. Yeah. So you can get as crazy with the dye as you want, but you're going to need some kind of fringe that's going to go around all the base of your lampshade. And you're also going to need a needle and thread. I use... Bread and butter right there. Yep. I use Sharps needles. The size is one-fifth, but I don't know one-fifth. The brand of... is called Sharps? Or they just No, have the to type be is called Sharps. Because there are some that like aren't super pointy at the ends. Like they're oh. a little blunted. I use them super sharp because... You know, they're kind of, they have to stab into that uh, lining. Which is thick. Yeah, it's a little bit thick. Yeah, so you definitely want something that's like pretty 
a pretty like thin, sharp needle. Got it. Yeah, mine is a one fifth size, but one fifth of what? Who knows? Don't know. No way to it's know. A, sounds like a sewing thing. Yeah, to me. but essentially a sharp, small needle. Sewists will know. Sewists will know. Yeah. Will know. So I don't know. Figure figure it out. I just went to the store, bought a few different types, and I was like, I like this kind. So. I don't know. I'm not super technical. You guys know. I'm not like super, super technical about what to do. Just whatever. Go with your gut. Um, the color of the thread won't super matter because you're going to be covering it up with the trim after you like sew in all your panels. But I recommend just using white just in case so it doesn't shine through at all. Mm. You're also going to need either Elmer's glue or hot glue. Ooh. I guess you can just use Elmer's glue to like glue on your trim, which I didn't believe it. I'm like, no way that's trying You don't enough. sew it on is. the trim? No, because you can't really. You need to glue it on so it like kind of shapes to it like you kind of like put it into place and kind of like press it into place you can also use hot glue i think you know the reason some people don't is just because there's more chance of it being like you know like chunky yeah or like you know would it remelt it could get everywhere oh that's a good question Mm. no i mean if you're using an led led bulb probably not but i think there's just i think there's just more risk of it like getting on your fabric and whereas with yeah, all the like, strings yeah lots of strings so since use, when has a hot gluing project gone 100 right exactly so <laughs> it's just it's just more of a risk so i recommend using elmer's glue but you can also use hot glue to make it faster and then a fabric dye i like rit but there's other types but i think that's like the biggest one and then you want like a special pot just for dyeing yeah. and then gloves don't use your like saucepans for dyeing, please. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What kind of gloves did you use? Just your regular. I just use yeah. Yeah, the nitro gloves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just regular. I didn't gloves. know if you used the big like dishwashing gloves or something. No, but you could. But yeah, you could just use nitro gloves. So all you, right. You just don't want to be getting your hands all covered in dye. Yeah. And then I forgot to put this, but you brought it up in iron because you're gonna want to make sure that your iron. fabric is like super flat. And crinkle free before you put it on the frame. No crinkles on this frame. Nope. Not in this house. <laughs> all right. So you got all of those materials. You're ready to start. I've got all my materials. Yeah. I've got my iron set to hot. Yep. Kind of. All right. Well. I'm ready to start. Okay. Turn that iron off because you don't need it right this oh, second. Okay. All right. Okay. It's off now. Okay. Good. It's in the vicinity. Yeah. Good. Have okay. it nearby. It can be off for now. All right. All right. So if you're starting with a lampshade that's already covered, you're going to cut that covering off. Some lampshades, like depending on how big they are, some will have a layer of that fabric lining inside that's separate. Like they're two separate layers of fabric. One is the lining on the inside and then it has a different layer of fabric on the outside. Yeah. For some lampshades, depending on like how close together those two layers are, some of them you can just cut off the outside layer of fabric, leave that lining in there, and then boom, the inside of your lampshade is already lined, which is incredible because that part takes a long time. You have to like line the whole thing with one layer of your lining fabric and then go back again and put on your outside layer of fabric. But some of them you can, so be very careful when you're cutting the outside layer off, but you can hopefully cut just that outside layer And depending on how the lampshade is made, you might just get lucky and that inside layer is like intact and you can just leave it. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of hard to describe. I'll take a picture of mine because the one that I'm working on now, that was my setup. I almost cut into both of them and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I could just leave this lining in here. It's already there. And so I just cut off the outside ugly layer. The only thing with that is you have to be able to like get to the metal rods, the 
the frame of the lampshade. You have to be able to wrap all of those in that wrap like I was talking about because mm -hmm. that's what you'll sew into. So the lining just has to be like far enough away from those bars to be able to like wrap it all the way. Can you not have a lining? Do you have to have a lining? Um, I think you should have a lining because otherwise I think it'll just be like really, really thin. I see. Yeah. So I okay. think you're going to want some kind of lining. You're going to want a lining. You're going to want a lining. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you just have like just a bare metal frame, you're going to have to sew that lining layer in, which is fine. You know, that's part of the process. But yeah, it it's nice if you can like get lucky and have that already sewn in for you. Get lucky. No. That's a terrible song. I hate that song. All right. So next you're going to wrap the entire frame in that uh, fabric wrap. What did I call it? Rayon. Right? Yeah, seam binding. Seam binding. Yep. So you're going to take your seam binding and you're going to wrap the entire frame. You're going to wrap each like metal rod in that spiral shape, kind mm -hmm. of like you're wrapping a, hoppy, a hockey stick with grip tape. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Okay. And you're going to be sure to cover like all the metal. So you can sew them in the beginning before you wrap it. You're going to kind of like fold it over itself and sew it to anchor okay. itself. Or you could use a little hot glue there, yeah. glue it on just to anchor it. You're going to wrap it all the way up, then anchor it again at the end. I'll, you can look up tutorials for this, and I'll yeah. include one in the show notes. So you're doing all the spokes first before you do the spokes. top. The That's top a good and the bottom. Yeah, and yeah. you're going okay. to do each one separately. Okay. So you're going to wrap like each. Normally, these lampshades have like six spokes. Mm -hmm. So you're going to wrap each one separately from, you know, bottom to top, top to bottom, doesn't matter. So you're going to use like one long piece to wrap each spoke individually, anchor it at the bottom and the top, and then you're going to wrap, yeah, that top circle in one long piece and then wrap your bottom circle in one long piece. So by the end of it, all of those spokes, all of the frames should be covered in that seam binding. Okay. And that's very necessary because that's what we're going to sew into. All right. All right. If you have to sew in a lining fabric, this is where you'll do that. And if your shade is already lined, you're going to be doing the same thing, but with your top pretty fabric. So then if you have to line your shade first, you're going to be doing this step twice, once with the lining fabric all the way around, and then a second time with your top fabric. You can't really do them at the same time as much as I was like, can I just like put my lining fabric and my pretty fabric together, sew them at the same time? But you kind of can't because the tautness is very important for a nice lampshade because like I said, you're going to see it shine through. So you kind of have to do the whole lining and then do your pretty fabric on top, just like avoid I wrinkles see. and stuff. So you're going to measure out the width and height of each lampshade panel. Usually you have about six panels, but you might have more or less depending on your shape. If you got a crazy shape, you might have like different sizes, but normally they're like six uniform panels mm -hmm. all the way around the lampshade. Okay. So then you're going to cut out six rectangles of your fabric, whether this is your lining fabric or your top fabric. Don't cut it to the exact measurement of the panels. You want a little bit don't of extra. Do don't. don't. You want a little extra to go over the edges because you don't know. some wiggle room. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to look when you pull it taut. What? Yeah. So just cut them into rectangles and then you're going to cut that extra fabric off after you've already sewn it into place. I see. Yeah. Right? Do you use um, a thimble? I do use a thimble. That's another Protect good thing. Protect your thumb? Yeah. I should have said a thimble. I do because like pushing that needle into the into the wrap can be a little tricky. I see. To, like, get it in there. Yeah, that's a good call. Mm. Thimble, protect your thumbs. Thimble. I usually put it on my middle finger actually. Oh, so really? I can, like, use that to push it in. Oh. Yeah. So then you're gonna one at a time. Like I said, this can be a tedious process. You're gonna pin one panel of fabric into place. The pinning, God, the pinning is so hard. 
because you really need to get it like perfectly taut. So you're mm-hmm. going to start pinning it at the top of the frame, like work your way down, like do it, you know, pin, 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 pin. on one side, then pin on the other side and kind of like move down I together. See. So you're kind of pinning on both sides. You don't want it so taut that it's going to like crease, but you don't want it too loose. That's so going to be baggy. So it's like that was it. honestly, I think what took me the longest. Perfect. Figuring out. Tautness. Yeah. And if you're already a sewist and you've worked with pins before, I'm sure you'll be much easier better at this part mm-hmm. i haven't really done much pinning so for me this is like a big learning process i remember helping my mom when she would like make clothes for us mm. i hated the pinning yes she's like just pin it and then i'm like I don't it's the worst part and god the amount of times i stab myself it's crazy yeah. how much i stab myself doing this so, so be careful yeah so you kind of like pin it you know at the top then down the sides then you're gonna pin along the bottom and then you can like go back and fix any pins and just kind of keep fidgeting with it until the fabric is laying like super smooth and flat until it's perfect yeah and obsess over it and never stop and don't it's sleep perfectly in place. until it's perfect yep it'll take you about seven days straight <laughs> so now your fabric is pinned in place now you've got just do one panel at a time like okay. pin one so then sew it move on to the next panel pin it then sew it you know don't pin okay. all of them at once you're going to be working with a minefield of pins, you know? Yeah. Let's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your poor fingers. Exactly. There's enough pins as it is. And I, you know, I put my pins every like one inch or so. Yeah. Space pin. them about about one inch or so. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever your heart whatever tells you. your heart tells you. Yeah. Put a pin in it. Yeah. Put a pin in it. That can be my lampshade business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you're going to thread your needle and you're going to double it up. So put a long piece of thread through the needle. Pull the eye of the needle to like the middle of your thread. So then the thread is doubled over. And then you're going to tie a double knot at the end of the thread. Mm. So that way you have like a double thick thread. Well, I think that's just how you... Is that how you normally needle. do it? Oh, yeah. okay. So like the but normal it's, it's style. Good. It's good to have a refresher. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I I don't know if I would have known that, but I guess it's common sense. But yeah, you just do the regular thing it, and double thread it your over. needle. Like we all know. Yeah. <laughs> just So just thread the needle in. Yeah. So you're going to start sewing your first panel into place and just like remove the pins as you go and just be sure to keep it like taut as you go. You're going to look up the running chain stitch. That's what you'll be using. It's very easy and you really get a hang of it like pretty quickly. But, you know, it's all practice. And it's nice. It's kind of nice when you start with the lining layer because you're like getting all your practice in on the lining. It doesn't matter. By the time you get to the outer layer, you're like, Mm -hmm. all right, I got a hang of it, you know, and it'll probably look nicer. So once... The panel is sewn into place, then you're going to cut that extra trim off. Make sure not to cut your stitches off. Like, don't cut so closely to the oh, stitches that you then cut your stitch. You'll have to redo the whole thing because yep. it's all connected. Exactly. It's all connected. I almost did that. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. that Sometimes been... that happens when I sew on people. Mm, um, much bigger deal. Mm, well, it's like when you're sewing the, like, the last layer and I do like a running uh, suture. And then I've done it to myself. The tech's done it to me. I'm like, can you cut my ends? And then they accidentally cut Ugh. the knot. And you're like, <laughs> heartbreaking. I've done it to myself plenty of times. Mm. The texts do it to you every once in a while. Not on purpose. No one wants that. And then you have to start over. And yeah, because like, there's nothing you can do about it. It's yeah. too short. Well, no, it's because if you cut this suture, it's all connected. Mm. So you have to, it all mm. falls apart. Yep. Yeah. And it sucks. So make sure not to do that because that would be very upsetting. Especially on humans. Yes. But also especially on lampshades. Yeah. And human lampshades, get out of here. Lampshades and humans. Yeah. Same thing, essentially. Same thing. Yep. So you're going to repeat that process for all six panels. So then if that was your lining layer, then you're going to have to do that again with your beautiful top layer. But 
if that was your top layer, boom, you're, you know, mostly done. Boom. Now you get to go on to the fun stuff. Fun stuff. Get that fringe. Yeah. Is that the next part? No. Yeah. Well, we're going to be dying our oh. fringe and our trim if you're going to dye your trim. If you're going to dye it. Yep. Then this dye This is exciting. It. Yep. So now that you've got all your fabric in place, so you should have, you know, your nice, the whole thing should be covered in fabric and you see obviously on the on each spoke you're going to see like your seams of where you've sewed yep. that will be covered with your trim eventually so don't worry that's how it's supposed to look so now we're at the dyeing stage if you bought trim or fringe that's in the color you want great you can skip the step but if not if you're going to get a little funky and dye your fringe funky, funky, get funky, funky, funky. figure Let's out what color you want you can look up tutorials for how to use RIT dye. And the RIT website has has formulas for very specific colors Ooh. of like what shade you want. But That's even so, cool. it kind of comes down to like doing a trial and error to find mm -hmm. exactly what shade you want. I made like so many different batches of dyes just trying to like, because I can't <laughs> picture it in my brain. I have to physically see it. Yeah. So it's like I had to like, is this the right color? Yeah. Is this the right color? Like, no, no, no. I would cut off like tiny little pieces of my fringe, you know, like an inch or so long of my fringe and dip that in my dye and then like hold it up to the lampshade and be like, would that be a good color? And same with my trim. I did that. That process, it took me a crazy amount of time to do. <laughs> it was like, this is unnecessary. So hopefully it won't take you as long. But yeah, you can just kind of play around with that. You know, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be fun. So don't get too tedious about it. But yeah, it's really just trial and error. Like I said, you can do ombre. That is a harder process to get it to like look nice and even because it's, you know, it's gonna, you need to have the fringe look like uniform. Mm -hmm. So figure out how to do that. That D seems very complicated. Yeah. Don't set yourself up for failure unless you already know how to do this. If it's old hat, then go crazy with the ombre. Uh, maybe you can come and do that for me as well because <laughs> I like the look of the ombre. I just am like, that's it's, asking too much yeah. of me. Oh. Yeah, it'd be hard. Yep. So you're going to dye all of your stuff, let it dry, and then you're ready to add it to your shade. So you're going to pin and then sew your fringe into place first. Which, fringe first. Yes, which okay. goes along the bottom of the shade. Okay. You might need to glue it instead of sewing it, depending on like what type of fringe you're using. I'm not really sure. I can't even, I think I sewed mine in place. I can't remember. You blacked out. Yeah, blacked it out. <laughs> so either way, you're going to put that fringe in place and then the trim is going to go over the top of the fringe like where it meets the lampshade all right so all right you've got your fringe on there got my fringe now you're going to cut your trim into six peach into six pieces for each spoke each of the pillars of the lampshade okay which will go over you each of your spokes seams first again yep okay so you're gonna do all six spokes first and then you're gonna do two more you're gonna do one for the top circle and then one for the bottom circle oh yeah so using either Elmer's glue or hot glue, use Elmer's, but you can also use hot glue. It's fine. Hopefully there's no consequences. <laughs> so you're going to glue your six trim pieces into place on each spoke along the seams, like over on top of wherever you sewed your panels in. Mm. And hopefully it will like cover up your seams. You might need like a little thicker of a trim, depending on like just what it looks like. I don't know. You'll figure it out. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see what I mean. Just be sure. So you're going to like put the glue onto the trim and then you're going to like press it into place like down along that spoke on each spoke. And then you're going to kind of like press it. So it kind of like molds to the shape of the shade. Oh. And that's the nice thing about the Elmer's gonna... glue. It kind of makes okay. it like a little like soggy. So yeah. then you can really kind of pinch it into place and it will hold that shape. You glue it. You don't sew it. 
Yes, you're going to glue that. Got and it. that's why you want the glue, because you want it to kind of mold. Mold. Yeah, since okay. it's a little, like, curve, you know? Yeah. So put your glue on, press the trim into place, and then you're going to pin that into place just so it kind of, like, holds that shape. I see. Take your pins out 20 minutes after. Don't leave them longer because oh. they will glue into place. You'll have to cut them out. Yeah, then you can't get your pins out. <laughs> Elmer's glue like, is very strong. It is pretty strong. It's I was very glue. impressed. Yeah. Good glue. So not so you the, not set a glue a timer. stick. Use the liquid glue, not a glue stick, mm -hmm. but the white classic Elmer's liquid glue. Would you get like a brush and you brush it on instead because it's um, to avoid messes? Or did you just whoop, I bleed it, let it bleed? Did a bead of it. Blotter. Um, I. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do yeah. know what you mean. I just put, yeah, a, you know, a stream of it on the back of the trim. And then I, with my finger, oh. you spread it out to make sure it's like covering. You don't want it like too wet where it's going to like goosh, goosh over. Oh, okay. So you put it on the trim and then the yes. trim on the lamp. Yes. You're not putting don't, the glue. Don't glue no, on the lamp. Yeah. Don't put it on the lamp. Ah, put it on the trim. Okay. Yeah. So okay. like have it laying down on your table. I, I missed that part when yeah, you were yeah. explaining it. Well, I see. I'm well, glad you brought that up. Make sure. That's uh, that's a key piece of information. Yep. So you're going to do, you know, one long goosh of it on the back and then use your finger to make sure Is every... Is it goosh? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like there's a better it's word. It's not goosh, but that's what I'm saying. A goosh. bead? Bead implies like a one little dot. A I want like a stream. A string of beads? Yeah. string of pickles there's a word for this yes there is and i can't think of a it a bead of glue no a bead of glue i is think like a bead as like one little no, drop because a bead a bead no. is not one long string a bead is like an individual little thing <sighs> so a bead would make be little dots question. what is it called we there's glue glue experts out there screaming losing their mind right yes now. i think it's a bead of glue you just whoop, bead of glue I'm calling it a goosh of glue. A goosh this is of my glue. segment. Okay. You're going to goosh your glue on. Ugh. And then you're going to use. It messy. Yes, it you is. You need a towel. <laughs> yes, you do. Actually, it is kind of messy. Put down some, you know, like newspaper or whatever. And use your finger to really spread it on the back of the trim. Make sure you're covering like every little bit, you know, because you really want it to glue down. You don't want it to start lifting up. So make sure you've really, really covered the back of your trim before you press it on. Okay. So you've pressed it on. You've pinned it into place. Set your timer. Take your pins out after 20 minutes. Don't leave them. Do they, not leave those yeah, pins. Then you'll have a bunch of pins sticking in your lampshade. <laughs> so don't, which is a style, I guess. <laughs> after you've glued in your six spokes, your six trim spokes, then you're going to glue that top circle of the trim on top. Then you're going to glue the bottom circle of your trim on the bottom, which will like lay over on top of that fringe seam. I see. Yeah. So you won't be able to see where you either like sewed or glued the fringe because you'll have this going on top and then the fringe will like dangle down and look all nice. Um, you could also have done, uh, you know, that beaded fringe as well. So you would do that before you put the trim on. The trim is going to be the final layer. Mm -hmm. So whatever danglies you're having down, put those on first. Dangles first. Yeah, dangles first <laughs> and then put the trim, you know, as the final layer on top. I see. I see. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm ready to have lots of lamps. Perfect, because now you've got everything you need to make I've lamp. Got, I've got the idea. Yeah. I need to go buy an iron. Yeah. that That's the that's the thing you need? Not fabric or a lamp shade? Uh, that'll come. Okay. Uh, iron first and foremost. Iron first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, I forgot to even tell you to turn your iron back on. Oh. Before you sewed any of your fabric panels in, if they iron are a little them. crinkly, yeah, I, just iron, iron them. So that iron way, they'll crinkle. I have a steamer, but I definitely don't 
have an iron. Yeah, I think the iron would work best. Yeah. You have uh, my steamer. We've already talked about I this. I do. Yeah. So iron them iron them before you put them on to your uh your frame because that'll just help it lay flat and then your light will shine out of it nice nicely. All right. And that's pretty much it. Now you have a lampshade. Like I said, Woo! if you, you wanted to add that like tulle or lacy fabric on top, you can, you know, go forth and do that. You can look at lampshade ladies stuff, see what she has to say about it. But yeah, you know, get your base, get your LED bulb, put it all together. Boom. You got a lampshade in only a hundred easy steps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. This, this, this is, ex there's so much, you know, there's so much, um, what am I trying to say? There's so many ways you can make this unique. You yes. Know, the trim, dyeing, the fabric choices, the choice of lampshade, the choice of base. Yep. You know, there's so many different ways to make this your own, but this is exciting. I'm excited to try this. Yeah. That's why I like it so much. Cause it's not just like, you know, a regular sewing project. It's like, yeah, because there's so many ways to customize it. Yes. You really can make it very unique. Yeah. And yeah. then you'll have the one of a kind lampshade. Exactly. No one else will have a lampshade like this. Exactly. Like I, the first one I made, I gave to my mother. Your mother. She loved it. I gave it to her for Christmas. She was very excited about it. My dad likes it too. He likes having the glow in the living room. It's a, it puts off a good glow. Yeah. It gives a good yeah. vibe. It's very functional. Like now you're going to use it in your house. She's the lady about functional lamps. That's yeah. her main priority. She likes the function. My dad function likes the over aesthetic. style. Yeah, for sure. For yes. them. Yep. She so my mom went on a trip like a few weeks ago and my dad was going to stay here in Portland for a few weeks after and then go down to Arizona. So my mom was originally like once I go on my trip you can take the lampshade back to your house and use it while I'm gone. My dad was going to be here for a few weeks after her. And then later she was like, actually, I think dad's really enjoying using your lamp. So why don't you leave it for him until he leaves to Arizona and then you can take it home. <laughs> like, oh, that's very sweet. Aww. Yeah. So that that's very sweet. another thing to think about for your fabric is like, what color do you kind of want to have as your glow? You oh, know, yeah. what's your glow color? Yeah. Be? What's your glow color? Because mine is like I have a red bulb in mine. And then my colors, you know, I got a bunch of colors in there. So it does have kind of like this nice pinky red glow to it. Yeah, and I really nice like that. red glow. You know, I love a pink or red glow. My last part is, is this a good hobby for ADHDers? Yeah. And I would say yes. Like you said, you can customize it. You can make it your own. There's a bunch of different options for shape, style, fabric, colors. Then you got something pretty and functional that you made in your house. Yeah. And I think you don't need like a lot of very specific tools. Yeah. Like I think the thing you need, you don't need a sewing machine. Yeah. You need needles and you need the stuff to actually make the lamp. Yeah. But you don't need any like specific lamp make shade making tools, which is nice. Exactly. So you yeah. don't have to spend all this cash just to do this one project. And then yeah. if you never do it again, then that's fine. Yeah, that's a good point. You're not buying like very mm -hmm. specific things that could only be used for this. They're right. all pretty like general items. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would say there's not a ton of startup things, you know, especially for your first one. Just buy like a five dollar lampshade on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. You know, you could buy a little tiny one. That would be good. Or then look you at can a bang them say out. like an antique store, but sometimes those are mm, expensive. Yeah. So if it's like a secondhand store. Yeah. And then it's that's also another thing I think makes it a good hobby for ADHDers. You're on a mission at the secondhand stores. You're looking for something, you know, and then it's kind of like a little treasure hunt. Yeah. Because you're looking at you're not looking for pretty lamps. You're looking for ugly lamps that have a nice frame. Mm. So it's like you're looking at the shape of the lampshade. The beauty within the lamp. Yes. You're seeing yeah. what the potential of this lampshade. You've got potential lamp. Yeah. Yeah. So you can bring out that lamp's potential and that's super fun. 
you could, you know, they make those like tiny little lampshades for like tiny little lamps. Oh, those yeah. would be a good starting place. That would be good. Right? Mini lamps. Super satisfying. Yeah. It's, you, you know. don't need much. Yeah, you don't need much. They're done like super quickly. You can bang them out and that's super fun too. The only thing is, like I said, the sewing part, the pinning part can be very tedious, especially when you're working on the lining. It's like, Jesus Christ, this is taking me forever. I keep stabbing myself. But once you get to like adding your fun fabric on top, then it becomes like, okay, I can see this coming together. And then coming together now. Yeah. Yeah. And And then then you're you're onto the fun, the mm -hmm. decorations. Yep. And you're dyeing it. Then you're putting on your fringe. And then you're like, all right, I'm almost done. And then you're done. And then you got a lamp. Now you got a lamp that you can use. This is, I'm excited. I'm inspired. I think you should do it with your mom. That would I, be a great. I think we would argue together. I think we would try. Okay. Well, I was at a fabric shop a few weeks ago, and the woman asked me. Joanne's. No, oh. it's an upholstery fabric store out oh. out in Saco. Oh. And the woman there, first of all, she was very impressed by my lampshade. I showed her a picture because she was like trying to help me find something, mm-hmm. and she was. She took my phone. She was showing other people in the store. She's like, I heard her from the other room. She's like, she made this. I love craft people are so nice. Yes. I felt so good. They're, like, she's like they're bragging so... about me. I love craft people. Yeah. And then she asked me if I would ever want to teach a lampshade making class there. I was like, yeah, sure. I would teach people how to do this. So that sure. could be fun. So yeah, it can be a little... Did you tell her to get the video? No, I didn't. Because oh. I, I want to teach it, you know? I want to teach it myself. So yeah, you like I said, you can make those, you know, super kind of fancier victorian ones you can make a funky one you can really make it however you want some people do like all you know leopard like a leopard pattern not like leopard spots but like actual like leopards on the fabric like just like a bunch of different really cool fabrics like that that's cool whatever you please and it's a fun project to use up you know fun fabric that you want to do something with so yeah that's my very long hobby i hope you guys were able to follow it i hope it wasn't too boring I'm excited. I'm excited. You'll have to show us the progress you've made on your other lamp. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I can post some pictures of the one I'm working on now. It's that way people can like see the process, mm, you know? Yeah. See how see the sausage the gets made. And the... Yeah. Yes. That'll make it a little <laughs> clearer of what I'm talking about, especially yeah. like with the lining still in there. It's so hard to verbally describe, but I hope I did an okay job. I, I followed. All right. Good. I followed. Good. Well, if you can follow anyone. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. just messed up on the glue part. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad you're here. It's nice to know which parts I'm like not being clear enough on. You well, know? it was the glue. Good. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. All right. If you out there, if you decide to make your own lampshade, please, please send me a picture. I'm yes. like so excited. I really want lampshade people to try people this hobby. Unite. Yes. Let's get a community going. Yeah. I would say this is like one of the most unique hobbies I've ever done. There's not that many people that do it. Yeah. And it's like so fun. I'm really proud of you. Every time I turn my lamp on, like literally every single night when I turn it on, I'm just like, oh, my lamp. I'm so proud of it. It makes me smile. So that's the ultimate goal for a hobby, you know? Yeah. Something that you can use that makes you smile. I'm excited. Yeah, thank you. All right, it is enough talking about lampshades because it is time for Alternative Segments! Alternative Segments! All right, on this week's Alternative Segments, we're doing ADHD moments throughout the internet. Woo! I came up with this segment because I was watching a TikTok of (laughs) this guy who was standing in his kitchen. He, like, has his hand up on top of the stove or whatever, and he's just kind of, like, fooling around. He makes this, like, tapping noise with his hand, 
doesn't realize it's him making the tapping noise. He thinks someone knocked on the door and he goes to answer oh, the door, no. <laughs> <laughs> which is like a very Lucy thing to do. And the comments on that video were cracking me up so hard because then other people were sharing like dingus things they had done. I was like, this would make a fun segment. Yeah. All these different dingus ADHD moments. That You're going to people... link the video, right? Yeah. Okay. I will link the video. But I have some comments that I've taken from that video that I want to read to you. This person says, I microwaved an empty cup thinking it had milk in it. And when I went to drink it, I thought it had evaporated. <laughs> 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 this one says, one time I was brushing my teeth. And then when I was about to spit, for some reason, I opened the drawer and spit it in there. No! <laughs> I once just spit on the floor, not even by the sink, just to the side of it. Oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> says, one time I put the toothpaste on my toothbrush and I started brushing my hair with it. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. How do you uh, get that out? I don't know. You got to, like, shower. Uh. I remember opening a lotion bottle and I licked the aluminum cap like it was yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> This one's so bad. I've almost done that, though. It's like my brain has to, like, think for a second. You're almost, like, on autopilot. Yeah. And then you're... <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I mean, it does... Lotion does look like yogurt. Yeah. It tastes just like it, too. <laughs> uh, this one says, One time I cut a bunch of onions, put it in a bowl, then walked to the garbage and dumped it out. No. <laughs> I've, def I've done that with pasta before. I've cooked the whole thing of pasta. thought I had a strainer in the sink, and I didn't. Just dumped and it I just sink. dumped it in the sink. <laughs> oh, and you're no. like, no. Yeah, someone talked about straining bone broth in the sink. <laughs> oh, I've seen that on TikTok. Yikes. And they, like, strain out the wrong part. Yep. Oh, just no. Just dump it down the they sink. just dump it. Yeah. Oh, hours. One time I meant to call my dad, and I just typed his first name into Google. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else said, one time I tried to Google, when is my uncle's birthday? Can't explain that one. <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorites. I swallowed a full set of press-on nails because the way I held them in my hand with a glass of water in the other is the same as when I take my meds. <laughs> swallowed a full set of nails. Oh. No! I talked about the time where I used nail polish remover as eye makeup remover on no. here, I believe. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, put that on my eyes. I'm like, why is this oh, burning and no. not working? It was nail polish remover. One night, I drove to the corner store and got all my snacks and started walking back home. I realized I left my car at the store. <laughs> And then this one I thought was cute. One time my mom opened up the washing machine and there was clothing in it. And she went, oh, sorry, as if she had walked in on someone in the bathroom. <laughs> that's such a mom thing right? to do. Oh, sorry. Me. Yeah, so sorry. And I think that's it. Those are all my comments. But I just I love that. thought they were very fun. Autopilot's malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be a good name for it. All right. All right. Well, this is Bed Alternative Segments. <laughs> sounds like a cat <laughs> yeah i don't know i have a something it's good it's good it's good all right well you know what kristen i hear the clip clop but i'm gonna tell you that this episode is already too oh, no. long so i think little horsey 
We're going to have to clap, 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 in there. We're going to have to trot right past the pizza shop today because I think we're going to have to end it there. Okay. But you know what? We just released that bonus pizza secrets episode with Peter's pizza secrets and Andy's pizza secrets. So like you guys got some pizza secrets in there. Yeah. And I think we'll try to do that more because that was super fun. That was if you have any pizza secrets, write us in at weirdasafeather@gmail.com. Yep. Or on Facebook, DM us on Instagram, whatever you might want to do. Yeah. Give us your silly pizza secrets because we want them. We want to share them. Give me Please. them pizza secrets. Yeah. So sorry to disappoint you guys at the end of the episode, but like always, the Grace episodes just get to be too long. And that was a long lampshade segment. That's so. a lot of lampshade, but I'm glad we went over it. I'm excited. I'm inspired. I'm glad you're glad. if you were like how do i get more lampshades you can one check out our resources yep two you can find us on instagram at where's the feather you can join our facebook group you can send us an email at where's the feather at gmail.com yep and i think that's it yeah yeah rate review subscribe yes all those things five stars that really helps if you know a meme who sews and you're like, I think she could be really into this hobby, send it to her. She yeah. doesn't have to be a meme. She could be anyone. And ask her if she's a sewist or a sewer. Or a seamstress. Or a seamstress. Yeah. Also, if you're a professional gluer, let me know what that's called when you just put a, like a string of glue down. Yeah. What is that? It's a bead of glue. Probably. Like you're a probably bead, right. Like a raindrop bead. Oh. Right? I'm yeah. thinking like... Beads. You're thinking actual beads yes, here. I'm thinking yeah. beads. You're thinking like you're thinking beads. I'm thinking beads. Yeah, <laughs> that's the confusion, and <laughs> now we've cleared yeah, it up. I see, yeah, I see. I see why you were confused. but yeah. I'm glad we figured it out. Yeah, good thing it's. But maybe it's called something else. If it is, let me know. Let us know. If you're a tooth scientist, let us know about that tooth con yeah. idea. Hey, what if do you, you think? Are, what do you? Fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, that could nice. be yours. It's a good margin. Yep. And as always, thank you, Jane, for making all our songs. We love you. Yes, Jane, you're incredible. Good night, David. You're keeping the show afloat. Yes. Good night, David. Good night, David. Good job remembering. (laughs) Back up because this is super loud. (laughs) 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 I took yours. It's usually mine. Yeah. Yeah.